Yeah, man. Go ahead and say something, man. Make sure we catch you on the mic. Hey, that light. Yeah, hey, that, that light too bright back there. Yep. Need to do some testing and stuff, man, you know. Um, hopefully we can catch you up. I, I think you should be able to be picked up, whatever, man. Hopefully, like, uh, yeah, that's a good spot right there. You, you, you might need to angle a little bit more towards you. You know what I'm saying? That way you or either move toward. Yeah, there you go, right there, bro. You in that thing? Mm. Oh, let me put my pinky up. Mm. Yeah. Hey, that, hey, that, that's how you sip when you when you in your own office. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, now you ain't running around with your phone looking like Black Witch. <laughs> hey. We got to make the Rugrats famous, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm waiting to see if this thing... I, I think we in there. About to go ahead and... Yeah. I think we cooking right now. I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to go ahead on a transition, bro. You know what I'm saying? So we can... Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so you can't give them all at one time, huh? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Walt, what's happening, man? Hey, Marcus, my bad on the um on the uh, intro music. I completely forgot about it, man. I'm I'm working on. I, we just trying to get back live, man, because, like, you know, we done had a lot of moving pieces around here. You know, people starting to pile in. So, hey, I'm, 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 I'm also my own engineer. <laughs> I'm, I'm my own, you know, like, uh, one-man show over here on one screen. Well, I got two screens now, but, like, I'm, I'm just working with what I got. So, yeah. So, yeah, man, uh, hey, you see your face up there? Yeah, hey, we in there. You see that, right? What you, what you mean? What you doing? What you doing? You, you, you got me up on FaceTime, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you need to get that. You, you might have to, yeah, you, gotta, you see the need for having multiple screens, right? Yeah, it's getting like that. <laughs> so that's a that's a good thing, though. You know what I'm saying? All of that is good. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is dope. Like, you see how dope that is, bro? <laughs> hey, to everybody that's watching, y'all don't y'all gotta understand something, man. We 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 like semi tech dudes. So like, you know, like we we kind of fascinated with ourselves right now. So let us have this, all right? 
man, it, this shit is great. Hey, um, I wish you could see my screen and how many moving pieces I got on this thing, man. I'm probably gonna take a screenshot of it. Yeah, I, yeah, straight up. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take a screenshot of it now. You know, so, and then uh, and I'll just shoot you a text. You know, what I'm saying via iMessage. This this shit is like, it's just dope, man. You know. What are you talking about? They can't hear. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hmm. They can. Hmm. So they got to be able to pick up your audio too. Damn. They can't see you. Well, they can see you, but they can't hear you. Um, somebody just hit me with scam likely. <laughs> hey, hold on. Let me see. Let me see who this is right here. Uh, I don't know who this is, man. Oh, you know what? That's probably Walt. Hang on. Hey, hey, hello. Hi, this is Coach Josh, and you're receiving this message because yesterday I left you a voicemail, and I wanted to see if you checked out the info I left you there. It's a I got hit by Scam Likely, man. Coach Josh. Yeah. I, I guess so, man. Uh, I got to figure out this. this uh, so I'll tell you what, man. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I got to figure out this, this, uh, this audio thing, man. You know? Uh, I hate to go back to... Uh, potentially doing the speakerphone thing. It, it really is beautiful though, right? So, but, I don't even want to, this is a secondary device, desktop audio. Let me, let me check this real quick right here. Properties. Advanced audio properties. Nah, that's not it right there. <laughs> Dog, I, I really don't want to abandon, but I I need I need them to be able to hear you, bro. Yeah, because like, because see, like I'm talking to you on Facetime straight to my iMac. Okay, so, and if I go to Facetime on my phone and put you on speaker, they can't see you. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know how I want to do this, man. I don't want to cancel it, but I need, I need you, I, I need them to hear you more than to see you right now. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, man. Uh, let me see here. Um, damn it. Hold up. What about now? Hey, say something again. See if anybody can hear you. Hey, can anybody hear you? Nah, taking my headphones out ain't gonna fix it, man. Okay, hang on. Let me see this. It said take my headphones out? Let me see. What about now? I, hell, I can't. I can, you can hear me still. But let me let me see here. Yep. What about now? Can you say something? 
Yeah, I can't hear you at all. Hey, Mar- hey, Marcus already took the headphones out. I did that. How many times y'all gonna say it, man? <laughs> yeah, like I got it, man. It's not working. I'm gonna have to go back to the old school way, man. Yeah, hey, so uh, let me just go ahead and uh, transition. I'm gonna hit you on the speaker, man. So, because see, you'll still be able to see the feed, though, right? Okay, so that that'll that'll still work. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 about to go ahead. And... All right, hang on. I just got to go ahead and call him up, man. Um, let's see. Hey, you, you. hey man, we almost had it. Almost, we right there. We right there, bro. We right there. Yeah. Hey, Ain't er- gonna be fine, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to put my headset on now. All right, cool. Yeah, man, that's um. I'm just gonna leave my face up there on Facetime, man. I'm not gonna even worry. Let me, let me transition one time and come back and come back out. Yeah. You know? Yo, I, I mean, like I'm still enjoying working out the kinks, though. You know what I'm saying? That's the. It's all in the journey, man. That's the fun part. Hey, look, I'm just glad that everybody see what we're working with, man. But like, uh, in the meantime, though, go ahead. And, tell and they you. wanted to work. Like, the, like the people wanted it to work. <laughs> no, hey, it's not. A, it's not an Apple product situation either. This is mm. about no. Th- this is this somebody is, trying to hate. Yeah, somebody trying to hate. This this is a uh, OBS Studios that we're working with right now. You know what I'm saying? So like, for those of you. You know what I'm saying? They got something negative to say. Don't bring that energy around here tonight. Yeah, we ain't here for that. Yeah, we ain't here for that. Oh, we're, oh, we're just roasting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look how my face just sitting up there, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. uh, yep. hey, the reality is that I got to get a, a, a different, I got to get a different input device. I got a small mixer, and, uh, you know, that's just really what it is. Hey, this. Hey folks, this ain't no goddamn Android issue. Keep that bullshit oh over God. there. You he got was just on two. I, yeah, you was just on two iPhones. Just, what are you talking about? Yeah, you know, like what are we talking about? You didn't Facetime a Samsung. <laughs> yeah, y'all just saw the picture. It was flowing uh, smooth. Uh, hey Sheldon, hey you ain't shit. <laughs> y'all can't stand him. I can't stand him. Sheldon. Yep. <laughs> OBS is like online broadcasting studios, you know. That's what it's called. So, but like I, I need to send, I need to send you a screenshot of it, man. But hey, but, but hey, how y'all doing out there, man? What's going on? What's up, people? Oh, bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Everybody in the comment section, everybody in the comment section with a with a uh, smiley emoji is trash right now. I'm just letting you know. Y'all get on my damn nerves, man. God damn it, black people. Yeah. So, hey, man. I fuck with y'all. Hey, man, how was your day, bro? Man, my day was great, man. Mm. Had some good news on the job front. First thing this morning, I'm finally getting the fuck out of that hellhole I'm currently located. So, today was 
today was actually a good day. I'm feeling as good after surgery today as I have the whole time. So I'd say I'm probably about 70, 75% right now. So we off to a great start. Word, word. So How was that trip though, fam? Bruh. <laughs> it was y'all a- was like, y'all was chocolate seed. Y'all was chocolate seed. Hey. Yo, it's a it's a beautiful place, man. They can keep that trash ass weather though, you know. Yeah, it's wild right now. It's wild right now. Yeah, like. It, yeah, it's a, it's a wild time right now. Cause you probably didn't know whether you wanted to put on a hoodie or something. I I went from I went from hoodie. I went from I left my jacket in my truck to like I'm just gonna rock this hoodie, and then you know everything kind of worked out or whatever. But like. It's just a different kind of chill, though, man. It was it was miserable weather-wise, man. That shit was trash. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, we, we had, like, uh, uh, you know, like, not not quite sleep, but then it, it became sleep. Then I drove up to Maryland, and then it was snow. You know what I'm saying? After a couple of hours, and I had to drive back in that. Uh, Northern Virginia is poorly lit, okay? Like... <laughs> And, and you you mix that with wet roads and you know what I'm saying and a lot of salt and stuff on the road, man. Yeah, and I was like, man, I need to get back to Texas. Now get back down to this motherfucker. It's 26 degrees. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, and it was and it was 80 when you left. Yeah, yeah. It was 80 when you left. We had the same thing going on here, man. We was kicking it like all oh, weekend, man. I was just kicking. We just flip flops. Mhm. Got down that. We had the little tornado. I don't think that was. I don't think there was anything little about that tornado. You well, know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that definitely wasn't little. The tornado, I think the last count I saw was 23 people had died from storm-related activities. And Auburn is really a hop skip away from where I'm at right now. Yeah, for real. Like, and and how, that's what tornadoes do. They hop and skip anyway. So. Yeah. So that it could it could have went bad, but it. I'm just thankful it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Twenty three people dying is pretty horrible, but Yeah. And 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 I'm sure they're gonna find more, man. I hate to say it that way, but Yeah, because somebody's stuck under something yep. and, and all of that. It's just it's just and it it sucks because that you, you damn don't even want to talk about it because it's really like it's just nature. Man, it's man, look, it's so many topics, man, we kinda missed over the past couple weeks. You know, like uh Trump being in in Vietnam just in time for Cohen's testimony. Cohen's testimony was crazy, you know. And when I tell you somebody that was just up there just giving it up, <laughs> hey, he was he was talking like he was bulletproof. Like them three years was already done. Because I got my like he he was talking like he did the three already. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, for real, he was. He was Yo, he was talking like that time was already done, done. You know like what I'm saying? Just got out. To yeah. Testify. Like I just did my free. Yeah. Y'all better get ready. Like he, he was ha ha day or something. What this, this, these three finna be a breeze. Yeah, straight up. Like, he, Yo, he was concerned. You talk about unbothered. Yo, that he wasn't concerned. The the last time I saw anybody act that carefree around doing three anything was Steph Curry. So to what I'm saying, like even when homeboy brought the black angel. I guess we'll probably wrap back around to her. Well, her dumb ass standing up there like a prop. Yeah, bro. And but he wasn't even faced by that. I can't about what you're talking about, baby. I know what's going on out here. <sighs> Man, um. I was out here looking for a Cohen hoodie. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> he probably just sell a thing. Merch. 
Yeah, he might have some merch, you know. That day, I would have bought some hoodie and some socks. Yeah, man. It's um the other thing. Let's see here. I'm just I'm just backstepping. You know what I'm saying? Like with old news and stuff. Well, it's still kind of hot. It's just so much of it. You can't you can't even. Oh man, it's a busy week. Yo, remember um that that couple that claimed a, a homeless person uh, uh, killed his lady, bro. Oh you remember God. that story first came out? We was like, yeah, yeah I'm not. I don't. Yeah, fuck out of here. Yeah, like I'm giving money to many homeless people. Yeah. I, no. I, I couldn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? No. Like when. And it's the, and it's the dad and the daughter sleeping together. Bro, I don't know, man. But she looked like a fiend on one, on one of them. Um, you one of the recent mugshots. That type of thing. With someone that you're sleeping with. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a lot of passion. You don't cook that plan up with your daughter. No. 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 And I hate the way they keep writing it like the, the husband and her stepdaughter are under arrest. No, the husband and his daughter are under arrest. <laughs> this was under arrest. Stop. Stop putting that child on her. Man. That is not her stepdaughter. No. She stepped on her. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, I just couldn't. I, when the when the story first came out, it just didn't add up. You know what I'm saying? I said we just got to, we just got to wait for more information, man. And um, let's see. Let me let me let me keep running the back. R. Kelly got locked up. Then got bailed out. Now look, let me let me go ahead and say something, man. By somebody's auntie. Man, look, all the all the women that like R. Kelly look like. Uh, they got a deadbeat thirty year old son that don't take care of his kids, man. All the women that like R. Kelly. That's who took the picture. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like every woman that look like, that that like R. Kelly, look like, you know what I'm saying? That that, that woman that's forty five and single and don't realize that all her relationships didn't work because of her son, her relationship with him. <laughs> thing too let's say uh, uh, well to add on to that you know what I'm saying like pretty much every every R. Kelly fan that's a woman over the age of 40 look like Miss Pearlie let me go ahead and say that <laughs> it got Damon downstairs you know what I'm saying shut up bitch I know somebody right? <laughs> get that shit lined up get that lined up that wolf pussy <laughs> what exactly is a wolf pussy I'm not trying that. to find out man Man, look, uh, <laughs> it looks probably like a, it got to look like a squirrel tail. Oh shit! Uh, uh, the, uh, so on the on the lines of you know like sexual deviance, uh, Michael Jackson. He's next. He's next on the docket. Brother, he got he got a documentary on HBO. I feel like I need to whisper it because I feel like somebody can come, somebody can pull up on me. Now, the question is, is like. Are black people will, uh, willing to cancel Michael Jackson, and what what's the criteria to keep him, and how does it differ from you know what I'm saying the criteria that people use to throw away R. Kelly? I, I need to know because I, I was just listening to Off the Wall last week, and I, I I need to know what's going on out here. Yeah, like what's because I thoroughly enjoy Off the Wall. Yeah, it's been it's 
Yeah. Oh, oh. Off the wall. Well, y'all can fight me. Yeah, y'all go ahead and add me. Go oh. ahead. Yep. Go ahead and add me. Okay. That shit is better than Thriller. I don't care what nobody say. That oh. album, top to bottom, better than Thriller. Okay. We can go ahead and get that started. All right. All right. Thriller ain't fucking with Off the Wall. Man, look. So, yeah, hey, Kyle White said, uh, where's the Paul Walker documentary? You know? Hey. Okay. Hey, man, look, they got to throw all of them away, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, man. We might as well go, we might as well go ahead and start us somewhere where we can house all these docs. Because that's all, that's all we're going to be looking at. Everybody going down. Yeah, man, look. It's it's rough out here, but like uh, uh but but as it pertains to um, uh, code talk, Paul Walker don't register over here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean like the movies entertaining and stuff, but he he's white people problems. We got enough uh, pedophiles. Nah, you know what I'm saying? We talking about Mike. We talking about Michael Jackson. But, and we gotta stop doing that. For every black person they put up, we don't have to go find a white. Right? Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, uh, we ain't gotta do that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, in that regard, man, let's let's just let's just go ahead and get to it, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about. So I saw a post then. You know what I'm saying? And and, and and let me go ahead and say it. It had Obama's face on it, talking about reparations and how Obama had the stance that it wasn't feasible. Um, and and I think when when you're looking at social media, yeah, headlines sell whether or not you're going to be interested in it or you're going to repost it or whatever, right? So I. I read the article, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of it, but I already kind of knew where it was going. But I was more interested in the topics that was going to come out of the comments. I get it, man. There's some people that feels like that feel like Obama underachieved, but they're kind of like basing it off the fact that we got a, um, you know what I'm saying, a fool in office right now. And they're looking okay. at all the stuff that he's my, done, so you know what I'm saying? My, my question is... What's the metrics? Right. Those people that are saying he underachieved, what, did, what what was he supposed to achieve? What were the expectations, right? Right. What would it what could he have done for us to not be having this conversation? Yeah, and, and then another thing is too, you gotta understand something that's not taken into consideration either is the is the education level or the social and political awareness of uh, people that voted for him at that time, like they were just voting just to say that they made sure that they cast their vote for a black president, you know? Right. And they just then, wanted to be on the right side of history. Right. And then the politics came along later, you know what I'm saying, about what 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 does politics mean for black people? And then when folks started seeing that it was a lot more than just casting a vote, especially after they didn't go vote for um, the, the representatives two years later, you know what I'm saying? They kind of yeah, we yeah they hose themselves. You know what I'm saying? So with with all these different variables, like there's one thing that people lose sight of in terms of trying to ask for reparations, right? The housing market crashed during Obama's uh, time in office. Like, if you don't have any food in your fridge, right? There's a whole lot of things that you would go take care of to make sure you didn't have to go without, like. If you got your last thirty dollars, you're gonna make sure your lights are on, right? No. So if the entire housing market crashed, where banks and uh, major automobile manufacturers had to be bailed out, I don't, I don't see how 
anybody could introduce reparations, you know, as a reasonable and feasible plan at that current state of the economy. Now, I do know this, that there's never going to be a convenient time to deal with that particular time. Right. But I got to thinking about it and I started structuring some some of my own questions, you know, like uh, in the military, we call them RFIs or requests for information. And in order to get an intelligent, you know, like a conversation going, you got to ask some intelligent questions. And because uh, everybody says we're supposed to get uh, uh, reparations, but what does that look like? You know, how are these reparations supposed to be distributed? So based on your current set, uh, I guess your current set of uh, uh, obstacles in your personal life. Right. Because everybody what? has something that's custom fit for them. Yes, sir. What would repar- reparations look like for you, Drew? Reparations for me? It's, it's simple. I need some property, some land, or I need a guaranteed small business loan. Mm-hmm. I, I, have, I have no use for cash. Yep. And then, <laughs> where, where, yeah, where, where I'm trying to go cash, unless somebody just dropped a bag bag off by the crib. Mm-hmm. Those, that's a, it's a, it's a jump start. It's a, it's a layup. Like if you can get one of those two, yeah, it's a layup. Just aim at the square and bank it off and get that, get that bucket. Yeah, we don't need to be sitting around waiting for a forty thousand dollar check to come in the mail because all that's gonna happen is we just gonna have a shortage on rims. <laughs> that's all that's gonna happen. It's gonna be a shortage on rims. Ain't nobody gonna have. Ain't nobody gonna have no gas. It's all gonna be gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna be able to pull up nowhere and get no gas. Yep. I'm talking about petrol and recreational. I'm talking about all that. All that'll be gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it yeah. Be, you ain't gonna be able to get in Walmart or Best Buy or Foot Locker or or any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. We need to have. That guaranteed loan, or we need to have some land or property. Yeah. Provide it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's pre qualified. Just like they send them letters around. Every all the black people, we, we pre qualified. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna need your business plan and your support system before we actually get you qualified, qualified. Yeah, I I, I think Go ahead. You can't just have people showing up saying, Hey man, which building is mine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You gotta have a, a structure on how to um, on how to make make that that actual program actually work. Actually, gotta have a program. You know what I'm a saying? Program, period, right? And I think we should double up. Like if we all issue, if we all have a voucher to go and pick up a business loan, right? Right. Me, you, and somebody else might have a fire ass idea. Mm-hmm. We only need one business loan for that. Straight so up. We gonna go shoot out. We gonna shoot our shot. Let's take let's take my business loan. Me, you, and somebody else. We're just gonna shoot our shot on my business loan. Mm-hmm. That way, if, if if it don't go the way we want to, we still got your business loan and another person's business loan to come up. We got two more shots at. I don't think everybody should be running around like I got an idea. I'm gonna go start a business over here. You start a business over here. You start a business over here because it still got to be somebody to work in these businesses too. Yep. Mm-hmm. So every, I think with that, everybody should be trying to. I think everybody has a big enough family. So where they can start a small family-owned business. Yeah. Man, so, um, also, um, I'm a, um, 
I, I, I set up a Google Voice number so people can call in. So I'm about to type that into the uh, the um, the text now. But I think another uh, layer to it is that once you get people bought in, you can structure like um, folks that that are good at finance. Like for instance, I, I just tagged one of my guys, uh, Jay Murray. I saw him when I was in uh, in um, DC this past weekend. And he's a, a financial guru, you know, uh, in terms of like what he was trained to do and what he's doing now. He would be a vital piece in trying to structure, you know, like paths to uh, making sure the money or, or reparation, I don't want to call it money, making sure that the resources are properly alloc- allocated. You know what I'm saying? And um, we need that. That's, um, that. I think that's that's the key to sustainment because you don't want to create something that just dissolves because it disappears like a hashtag. You know what I'm saying? So, and um, I want yes, I want something that's not that can't fold. Like I want something I can walk outside or pull up on. I can touch it. It's gonna be here. My kids can use it. They kids can use it. Like yeah, my kids, my grandkids don't have no use for cash. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. have grandkids, but I'm just saying, once I get to that point, yeah. like I have all girls, so there's going to be a grandkid at some point. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't, so it's like, we'll see. They have no use for cash. Mm-hmm. They got use for something with that they can pull up on, and that should say Davis on the front, and that's Davis. Right. Man, I'm, a, I'm putting the call-in number uh, in the caption. So hey, so everybody's listening. There's a calling number up in the caption now, so y'all can hit me up and uh, we can just have a chat about it, man. You know, <laughs> bro. Hey, hey, don't don't check out. I don't need that negativity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that was that, that was that gas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got them reparations in your lungs? Yeah, I got my reparations <laughs> in my lungs right now. I keep a, I keep a reparations. <laughs> so. I, I, I think, man, look, I, I always think backwards, man. I'm pretty good at backward planning, restructuring stuff, and then reverse engineering when I see something. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, hold on, I'm getting a call right now. Let me go and take this from right here. Hang on. Yo. Call. Yo. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Hold up. There not be nobody in jail. Oh, hey, yo, hello? Hey, hey. Yeah, who we got? This is Sekou. Man, what's up, Sekou? Hey, yeah, I got you, man. I, hey, how you doing, bro? I am well. How are you, gentlemen? I'm, I'm, hey, we're pretty I'm great, awesome. man. How you feeling? Yeah, man, hey, look, I appreciate you dedicating some energy to it, man, because, like, when I made that topic earlier, I didn't get a chance to look at all of the thoughts that you had on it, but I saw how detailed it was, even though it was random, um, you know, it's it gets the conversation going, you know what I'm saying, and it's going to take multiple people, like, hashing out ideas and sharing, you know, what they think is uh, feasible, and, and, you know, like, because we got a ton of intellectual resource, but we don't have anything that's tangible at this point, you know what I'm saying? So the, that's why the conversation right now is the capital, you know what I'm saying, of, of, of the entire topic. So I'm going to let you go ahead and, and, and talk, man, and um, and share share what some of the things that you wrote earlier 
so everybody can see where we're going with this thing. Yeah, uh, I agree with all that because um, part of my book, part in my book, I wrote about um, you can't expect someone, uh, and I'm paraphrasing right now, basically, you can't challenge us to generate wealth with a lot of uh, uh, people that aren't educated with even just having, you know, access to regular income. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to have assets first to generate predictable uh, uh, financial resource that leads to generational wealth. There's some steps in this, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like as you get a little bit more, uh, um, you know, um, educated and you become more affluent, you know what I'm saying? With money, but like you have to start thinking affluent before you can become affluent. You have to fake it till you make it when you haven't had a certain thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't become a firefighter by accident. It's something that you practice in your brain. It's something that 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 um that you rehearse. That's why we play certain games when we're kids. You know what I'm saying? We play cops and robbers. We play doctor. We play house. You know what I'm saying? All these different things because we're emulating something. We have yet to establish, you know, enough uh, financial affluency by the, the local 9 to 5 guy like, I, I should be able to call one of you two guys, you know what I'm saying? And, and 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 you guys should be able to impart some wisdom on me and vice versa. We should be able to share that back and forth, which creates the uh, uh the concept um I guess we gotta we gotta learn how to conceptualize. You know what I'm saying? But in order for you to conceptualize, you gotta have something to emulate. So that's what we have a shortage. So we, we don't know what we don't know. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It, it's that's hard. Yeah, look, and, and to quote Donald Rumsfeld, where it actually fits, there are known knowns and there are unknown knowns. <laughs> hey, rarely do I rarely do I quote white people here, but like tonight I'm making an exception because it's applicable. Yeah. But that's too 
Like, we, we done talked about Paul Walker at home, boy. Like, <laughs> we, made, we made the quota for the night. Yeah, y'all not about to gentrify my shit, man. <laughs> hey, no, not... we are not gentrifying <laughs> shit over here, baby. This is not what we do. Hey, and... Not at all. Hey, and, all. and, and, uh, and hey, hold up. And, and look, look. I, I wanted this to be a very open topic because reparation can go any different direction, right? And I just used the word that has been the bane of, you know what I'm saying, our, our, our current situation now that we know how to use it. And that's gentrification. Now that we know how to use it and know how to identify it and stuff, we have to repurpose that. You know what I'm saying? We repurpose a lot of stuff. So we got to learn how to repurpose what they repurpose from us and make marketable. And, and, and that's where the generational aspect of it comes into play because now, for us, for, for us three guys and the guys and the ladies and gentlemen that are listening to this, to this podcast, um, you know, were we to, um, were reparations to be a thing now, we would learn some things, but it's our children's children that would own large corporations and those lessons that they learn, we can't even really fathom. And those networks that they create with the attorneys and the accountants and the, you know, all of the various and sundry individuals that would be necessary to run a corporation, those relationships would build. And then their children's children would have, you know, the Walmarts or the Oracles or the Facebooks of the world. And at that point, they know things about running the world that we don't even know. We haven't even, you know, had the experience. You know, we we don't know. We, we don't even know what to think. So, you know, it's got to be generational from my perspective in, in scope. Yeah. And see, right. And, and when it gets to that point where our great, great, great grandkids are running them corporations and shit like you talk about, then we're going to see what's up. Because all right. the time, y'all been telling us that we ain't smart enough to do this shit. So now when, by that time, we now we're going to see what's up. What was all that shit y'all been talking Mm-hmm. Now we go. Now we go see what's up. We go see who's really running this thing. Yep. When our colleges and universities are on par with the highest level of colleges and universities on the planet, and all of our kids go to those universities, and all of these athletes go to these universities, and we get television revenue, what do we do with that? Yeah, exactly. Now we can't even. You know. Man, look, we don't have. A, we we got too many jerseys and not enough suits. Let that one. Everybody that I wish I had some gunshots. I wish I had some gunshots after that. I need some gunshots. <laughs> the only amateurs are the people playing collegiate football and basketball. Everybody else is a professional. The coach is a professional. The school is a professional. Yep. The professional. The sponsor is a professional. The only people that are amateurs are the product, and they're not making any money. Yeah. The only thing that makes them not. Not being professional is they the only ones that ain't getting paid. They doing everything else a professional does. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. College football I agree. players practice more than NFL players do. Yeah, yeah. You, you know they leave Bama and they go to the NFL talking about like yo the NFL easy. This is easy. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Right. And we own none of it. We yeah. don't have those resources. So. It almost makes you feel bad. Like we talk about boycotting the NFL, right? Ain't college college football's got to be worse. Oh yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. No, nobody won't accept that. Yeah. But the, I can. It's got to be worse. System. Yeah, and, right. That's what it's like. It's it's pre that. Hey, I, yeah. I, I, let, let me let me say it like this right here. So I remember when the um, 
the NFL protests were starting and people were like, you know, like you're boycotting this, you're boycotting that. And, and I was running through why I would opt not to watch the NFL, right? And number one, it wasn't it wasn't a hard decision for me. I don't I, I can't dedicate two days to watching football, okay? And then not only that, it's actually more than that with the NFL because you got Monday, Thursday, Sunday, and then it's four days a week. Yeah, four days a week. Yeah, I can't I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, number two, I don't have the same type of allegiance to a pro football team than I do a college team. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. So, roll tide, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we took a fire ill. Don't even get in my comments with that shit. That's all right. You see, I heard a little bit, man. It, it, y'all, it's, y'all, it's y'all already know what it is. Like, yeah. y'all, are, y'all already know what it's going to look like. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So, but, you, and, so and, enjoy right? But you already know, and, come home is what it's going to look like. Yeah. And therein lies our own hypocrisy. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I asked a question, a feeder question. Like, if we're going to boycott the NFL, when are we going to stop watching college ball, too? Because it feeds it. You know, so. Nobody ever bring it. I've been waiting. I've been waiting on somebody to bring that up. So we can talk about it. Yeah. Because that, if you really want to talk about it, let's talk about that. Hey, hey, Luis, I I love you like a uh, like a brother, bro. But I, I I don't care if you don't care about our reparations. You know what I'm saying? We we making this a realistic topic tonight, okay? So, hey, I I might come buy some coffee though. You know what I'm saying? I support my folks. But um, the whole thing is it's like when you start involving cancel culture, and, and you start you gotta shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yo. Like when you start involving cancel culture, uh, the the ability to uh, uh, put out a hashtag to align the masses, to uh, um, to you know like to get off like getting off a bandwagon actually puts you on a bandwagon. You know you see what I'm saying? Like it, it's there's a lot of people claiming they ain't on no bandwagon. Yeah, like but like everybody that's not on the bandwagon is on a bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? That's called not on the bandwagon. You know. You got hate wagons, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just some people that's out there just aligning themselves with anything. Like, I'm just saying, man, like, we live in a capitalist society. If you work backwards from that and re-engineer what that really means, it's like you have to accept that there's there's something for everything. There's nothing that's for free. Whether, whether you're giving up your time, your resources, or something, somebody's getting paid for it whether you get a check for it or not. You know what I'm saying? So, um, when you start involving these different variables, you got to be careful about, like, you know, deciding what you want to line your energy behind. And is it is it add value back to the larger topic? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, football players don't make up that much of, uh, of our society, but they generate a shit ton of income for it. That we don't really get a chance to taste off of it. Man, they gotta get paid. And I think that going to class shit should be optional. My nigga, if you want a degree, you can go get one. Yep. But if you don't, practice is at 3 p.m. Kill me. Stop playing. <laughs> you know why I'm here. You know why I'm here. Stop playing. I'm here for these I'm here for these three years. And I'm up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's it. If I just want to play football, let me get that off, man. So. Get them, scholar- get them scholarships for the people that want to learn. Well, but, hey. You pay me, fam. 
Man, look. But let's get back out the rabbit hole, man, because like that's that's very specific. And um but when it comes down to like setting a blueprint to how to actually employ reparations if it actually came about. You know, um I think we definitely gotta consider who we got in our community that can all already like set up some sort of uh, educational infrastructure on how to actually use, employ, and sustain reparations. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you don't want to just be a one-time passing thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I use a, I use a small example. Um, did anybody here a first-time homebuyer? Okay. Uh, uh, during Obama's administration, they gave the first-time homebuyer a uh, uh, credit, tax credit. I think it was called a HOPE tax credit. And you got, like, $7,500 off of... Um, I think tax relief. Um, if you bought a home and you stayed in it three years before you sold it, and a lot of people didn't study that, so they got it, moved out within the three years, sold it, or did something crazy, and then now in this year's tax return uh, situation, what we got going on with uh, this administration, <laughs> you know, uh, on top of that one percent tax cut that benefited the rich, now you got folks that's in the working class that forgot they was part of the working class that's now got to eat that same tax credit because they didn't know what the hell they signed for before. You know what I'm saying? But even then, we're talking about people that are, you know, like, should be considered a little, probably a little bit more affluent because I think that when you start talking about certain things, it employs, I mean, it implies that we're talking about a certain level of intelligence. Like, when you start talking about mortgages, you're not talking about, you know what I'm saying, slow people, but there's always somebody that's an exception to the rule. So what I'm saying is, is that there's a lot of language that's out there that is written in such a way that is designed to exploit people's lack of intelligence. So how do we arm our own people if reparations actually was a thing? Because this is all a hypothetical conversation because we know this ain't going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Not in this country. We got to create our own reparations. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the infrastructure of how to sustain it is very, very important. So, I think that kind of goes without saying. Um, but, Saku, what do you want to add, man? No, I, I think that modeling um, helps. You know, finding a, a, um, an individual or, or an entity or a community to, to model ourselves behind. Mm-hmm. And, um, Yep. Where we made it a point to make sure that our dollar bounced in our community multiple times before leaving, um, and you know, and and that's to a degree part of you know your overarching objective to get us to support one another, not just with words but with deeds, and by deeds I mean dollars. So um, if we can start that cycle, then we can kind of Proprietary information. You know, for, um, right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so we would be giving ourselves the resources to do that. And this isn't to say that things don't need to be fixed from a systemic perspective on outside of us. Um, but, you know, this is a battle that's being fought on multiple fronts also. And, and one of those fronts is making sure that we control our resources that we do have. 
Yeah. I've been, I've been a fan and a proponent of the fact that we don't look at intellect, community intellect as capital, you know? Um, I agree. We, there's some things that's tangible, man. Like, like our energy doesn't have to be dedicated to something that we can't affect. We got to know the difference between what we can control versus what we can influence. I say that a lot because it's worth mentioning every time. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. have the ability to observe people hurt themselves, <laughs> whether it be physically, financially, emotionally, or whatever, and we have the option to learn from that particular lesson without ever having to endure whatever that person went through. You know? So right. modeling right. is a very, very good point. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, in the Army, you used to call it lessons learned. You know what I'm saying? Like, you try to flank at this position and you don't take out the machine gun first, you're going to take an L, and a whole lot of folks going to take one too. You know what I'm saying? Because you failed to plan. So, um, so here we are. You know, like, we got a chance to um, really sit down and examine, like, what would reparations look like? And for those of y'all that, you know, that, that just tuning in, you know, that that's where we are right now. And there's so many different variables because, like, there's so many things where we get exploited or we we don't exploit ourselves enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe we should be doing that to each other. Like, like, and what I mean by that, for somebody takes it the wrong way, is that, like, I don't see gentrification as a bad thing, you know? Um, I don't see black-owned... It's meaning I have to employ black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was telling my wife the other day, I will buy um, a, a fucking nail shop and all the employees would be Korean because I got to sell the image too. Right. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. Like, who cares who the owner is? Like, the owner could be black. And it might have a, you, you know what I'm saying? I could own a Chinese food restaurant. Shoot, they sell us fucking hot dogs. Not that I eat them shits, but like anybody else out there that does that. If you eat hot dogs, I know you get a free Android with that joint. You know what I'm saying? So like... Um, well, where are you getting this hot dog from? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pekingese in a package, man. Hey. But I'm going to hop off so somebody else can hop back, hop on. I don't want to take up all the time. I just really wanted to, to, you know, say thank you for inviting me to come on and, and you know, chopping it up with me. We've got to continue this conversation now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Saku, I appreciate you being available, man. Thanks. Hey, anybody else looking no to call in? Yeah. All right, bro. I'll talk to you. Hey, man, that, that was pretty good information to input by Saku, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, anybody else that want to call in, man, the number's at the top of the screen in the caption. It's, uh, you know what I'm saying, it's open for anybody right now. You know, we want to take everybody's uh, input, and uh, we'll stay here, you know what I'm saying, for a couple hours and chop it up, man, you know? So, but yeah, man, I was saying, bro, I don't I don't give a damn who, what the face of the company looked like. They ain't never got to see me, but... You know, so like, yeah, look, I'm fin- hey, Nate, I'm about to call you right now. Matter of fact, because like, N- Nate is is a, is a genius, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, stand by. 
I don't know which number he's using right now. But we're finna see. Yo. Nate. Hello? Yeah, what's up, bro? Hey, I'm okay. Hey, I'm, I'm getting you. I'm, I'm getting you on right now, man. You know, like you just just chop it up while we driving. I, while you drive anyway, man. Hey, first off, I appreciate the hospitality, even though I ain't stay at your house. Um, <laughs> but, man, but you know you times. Yeah, yeah, I felt like that. You know. Yeah, I know, man. Hey, yo, that was awesome, man. Like, I'm I'm glad uh, that they hit it off, and you know what I'm saying, like. It was like real chemistry with them, you know. So it's just further confirmation, you know. Like when between men, when 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 the wives on the same sheet of music, man, it makes it makes life a whole lot easier, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh, appreciated seeing y'all. Appreciate you coming out, and that was a good time, man. It fe- felt like it. I can't believe it's been five years since we last spoke. You know what I'm saying in person, but like it didn't seem like that though. Yeah. Time don't matter. Yeah, yeah. Time, time's just a variable, man. Ain't nothing you can do about that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, right now, man, we talking about reparations. I was touching on that. I, I was touching on that point that you were talking about. Um, Asia, like you know, that nail salon that had Asians out. Yeah. 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 Bro, I, I had to pause for a second because I'm kind of salty about that. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but I can't be mad because, like, bro, I'm going to open a Yaki Mandu spot and I'm going to hire all the Koreans. And just let them get busy. Yeah. Hey, a Jewish person open Biddy I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Yo, it's like, so so Nate, from your from your perspective, based on your skill skill craft or whatever, what would you do for as far as like setting up some sort of infrastructure to properly employ and sustain reparations for Black people? Well, here's the thing: we're talking about a fairy tale situation. Yeah, and a lot of people are gonna be mad at me for saying this. Okay. I can't disagree right. with that. So, so, and the flip side of that, though, is if you try, if reparations were to happen and you try to create some infrastructure, you're going to have a community of black folks led by and led by the black church saying, why won't you let people have their money? Why are you trying to hold their hand in how they should spend their money? Yeah. Hey. Church in that because that that money is not going. They've proven that they're not worthy of getting that impact. And I'm not saying all churches are bad, but there's so many of them that would take advantage of trying to 
trying to be in that loop, that the money would be lost faster than if you did give it to Cadillac or fucking Polo. You know? It's like, we have so many other barriers that we have to get that with just not trusting each other that I don't know that we can even set up the infrastructure to do something positive with it. I mean, because honestly, if that was the case, there would have been an infrastructure set up for all these people in the rap game, sports sports stars, um, just a way for them to give back to the community without it feeling like they're going to get taken advantage of. Because oh. if you talk to them, I knew a couple people that played professional football that are in the music game, that are just like, yeah, I want to give back, but I don't know who to trust. And it's like, so I invest my money where, you know, I pay a broker and they say, hey, you should invest in this. You should invest in that. None of those are black businesses because there are very few black businesses that are operating on that level. And so what we have to do, I think, is build up the black businesses that operate on that level so we give people with the resources the outlet to actually do something with it. Okay. So you and I have had some some very, very... Uh, informative conversations, and me, I kind of, I'm kind of like you. I think you and I both recognize what we can and cannot control. You know what I'm saying? It can and cannot influence. So we look at each other's talents, and we work with that as a resource. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, like if I was designing a uh, an executive office, and I had somebody um, to, I needed somebody to fill a cabinet position. Like as a like for, for shits and giggles as the prime minister of information and, and technology, that'll be you. You be in my my IT uh, um, cabinet, right? And but, but I know somebody like you can look beyond like what your talent is and your job is and say, hey, yo, I need to have this piece to be able to sustain what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So like, even though I know it's a fantasy world in terms of what we're discussing tonight, we still can benefit from this conversation in regards to let's recognize the talents that we already have available and let's see what we can do with that. You know what I'm saying? And like, like you... Well, I mean, go ahead. I mean, it's like what you were saying when you were out here. You know, we got to look at build it up, building up our communities. We got to own where we live. Yep. Like, that's just bottom line. We don't own, we don't own where we live. And so, like you were saying, gentrification isn't a bad word. It's, you know, we can gentrify our own community. And if we gentrify our own community, if we're able to take that money and to, to change our communities and where we stay and improve the, improve the land value, improve the education, improve everything about where we live so that it's desirable for us, instead of looking at our communities and saying, well, I'm going to move over across town because, you know, they got better schools out there. No, we need better schools. Yeah. We need, we need Don't better take schools. the money to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we need to to own. So they can't nobody come into our neighborhood and say, "Hey, we're gonna move all these folks out so we can build some high rises." No, we build. We're gonna rebuild these high rises. We're gonna bring in jobs so that the people that live here can make the income to stay here. Like yeah. there's whole. There's there's so many moving parts to this. Like, like you 
jobs that can support them, the people that you're moving in. Yeah, Otherwise, it, you just have them move across town, and then they're going to spend their money where they work. And, and especially right? if it's, you don't, and especially if you don't backdoor it. And, and, and get your council folks to reallocate the tax money that you pay in property taxes to go to the schools that are in that community as well. Right. Because one of the things I was talking to the property developer that's working out here on some stuff, he was like, man, the reason why a lot of white communities are doing as well as they are is because they start investing in their schools. And then when they're investing in their schools, Businesses come in and look at the schools and like, hey, we want to be here. So what your school system offers? So now they're they're begging to bring their jobs in because they can see what's growing there. And I I think that would happen in our neighborhoods too. But we gotta start with our education. We gotta show that our kids are just as smart as any any white school out there because they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, um. I, yeah, and, and and that's the other thing too. Like, see with just see with your specific niche, you know, like you got a different type of view of what you're working with, um, in in terms of what your your individual talent is, and you recognize why you need to identify that talent young, harness it, and get it employed as soon as possible. You know what I'm saying? So, which is why I'm looking at it like infrastructure building opportunities, and and how to encourage that without the resources because it's difficult enough as it is. I'm not even overlooking it. Like, again, this is a hypothetical uh, conversation, but like when people hear gentrification, I don't, I don't see it the same way. Like everybody else does. Like if I look at it, like I've evolved my point uh, um, to, I've gone away from saying it like, it needs to be all black all the time. You know what I'm saying? But like black owned doesn't mean it needs to be black occupied. You know what I'm saying? Like I can own it. And if a bunch of white people move into it and the property value goes up, then so be it. Let's just go find the next community. And then, you know what I'm saying? As long as we're making our money off of it and piping it in, in, in the right direction. So it can still, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, um, fortify our internal infrastructure. I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? We got to play the same games, man. You know? So like, but Absolutely. but Absolutely. that there comes some balance with that too. You know what I'm saying? I look at the the local political leverage that you obtain when you own so many properties within a community. You know what I'm saying? Like when you got more than four properties, it's called a quorum. So when you have a quorum, you can go to yell at the, at the city council and say, "Look, you know, like my community." I got six houses on my, you know, like on my same block. They got the same problem. That means you need to do something about it. You know what I'm saying? It's a different, it's a different level of leverage when you got uh, access to your district level leaders. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, but but the problem is, it's like how do you create leverage and how do you educate people on how important that leverage is? So, um, it, that's the part. I mean, you got to prove to people that it matters, that it's something that that being active in will make change. And unfortunately, in our community, there's a there's a big stigma about anything dealing with government. It's not gonna it's not gonna change anything for our people. Correct. I mean, I wasn't raised that way because my grandmother was 
big in the community. She got shit done mm-hmm. where I grew up at. You know, her name, they put her in all types of Hall of Fame. They have freaking buildings built in her name in my, my old community because of the stuff that she did. You know, and it was a white community when she was when she lived there. Well, I, the thing is, we got to be able to replicate that everywhere. We got to make people see that, you know, school board meetings matter. Homeowners association meetings matter. You got to make your voice heard everywhere that is possible. You got to get on somebody's nerves. <laughs> yeah, because that's what them white folks do. We, we laugh and joke about picnic Patty making a phone call to the police. But they know shit gets done if you annoy people long enough. Like, instead of just getting hot and yelling at somebody in the moment, you start making noise in places where people have to listen, and then you're going to affect change. Yep. They get tired of seeing your ass come in there. They get tired of hearing you. They come in here to complain again. Let's go fix the light on the end of their block. Let's go fix these potholes in their neighborhood. And they'll start taking you seriously, and you won't have to bother them all the time. What do we what do we do though when we when we start making that kind of noise and we get blackballed and then we get off? Then you make more noise. You do like Andy Dufresne. You know, they they want to blackball you. Start doing more stuff. Get more people involved. Make more noise. Okay. Because they can't ignore you forever. Like at a certain point, they're gonna have to give it. doubt that 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 that's the path you know what i'm saying to to um affect that type of conversation actually being had um let me let me highlight a comment that that was just made and and it echoes a lot of the stuff that i felt before uh from from the guy uh uh from a man george vinson he said the plan was never for us to be equal socially and financially i bet they would only give money and then wait and laugh until it's mismanaged and given back to them. Of course. I mean, like, (laughs) 
there's nothing in this society that says we want black people to actually feel like they're included. You know, like there's some things where they they want they want to feel comfortable around black people, but not necessarily included. And I'm not saying that to to anybody that might feel offended, but what I'm saying is is that the larger design and the metrics that it produces says that. You know, um, like we've only been able to vote, you know, since since 1965, but based on the 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 silent majority's lack of understanding of what it takes to actually build a society uh, where they're on the bottom rung of the totem pole, I don't feel the need to try to have to explain that. You know what I'm saying? But what I feel like needs to be uh, discussed is that this is where you fit in a larger dynamic. You know what I'm saying? And so if you behave irresponsibly with that as a black person, you are part of the problem. You know, so like right now in this conversation with the people that's listening, I'm going to go ahead and assume that we are reasonable. We are in nation building mode. Okay. Let me say that again. Nation building. Okay. Because like we've, we've been experts at rediscovering the same problems. You know what I'm saying? So like, when are we going to start doing something individually that leads to a collective change of behavior among the masses of us, not just the reasonable community that's operating right now. Drew, what you want to add, man? Man, I, I, I agree with what, what, what my man was saying about the uh, attacking the political dude's money, man. Like, that's really all they care about. <sighs> it's, it, it's securing their money for so when they die, they, they grandchildren and great-grandchildren got that money. Maybe that is the way we can go. Maybe that that might be the quickest way. I think so. I, I always look at the money. I, like, again, we live in a capitalist society. Where and a part is, and as a part of this reparation, man, like, like, is it asking too much for us to just have our own spot? Man, look, <laughs> I, I've I've looked at. I've looked on like Zillow. Shit off, right? Yeah, I've looked at. I've looked at. Looked looked on Zillow at old communities that are for sale because they they're all out there, bro. Like I saw one that was in Colorado. Now I don't give a fuck about snow, meaning that not that I don't care for it or care about it, but I don't I don't ever want to live in it. Bottom line, snow is unnecessary, you know. Um, but like, <laughs> it makes me want to go Man, look. You missing out? No, 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 I'm not. No. I'm back in Texas. I, I did the right thing. So, um, <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it has to boil down to what do you want to see your community do? You want to see it thrive. Does it matter in some cases who lives there? You know what I'm saying? If they don't add any value, because see, the, I've always functioned on this right here. And some black people going to get mad at me on this shit. But an old army philosophy is that everybody ain't going to reach the objective. You know what I'm saying? Before you dismount, just know that you might not come back. And your purpose might have been to make sure that the person that need to get to the objective gets there. So you got to be prepared to be a martyr. You know what I'm saying? In, 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 some, um, in some form of fashion, rather. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying go out there and get murked. Not saying go out there and do it intentionally, but what I mean is that if you're part of the fight in terms of uh, 
obtaining proper representation among your own people, not winning nobody else's approval. I'm talking about us. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go out there and live your life in such a way where you put the onus on the other person to do the right thing, leading by example, right? Hey, by the way, all three of us have been in the army. You know what I'm saying? So like those principles transcend no matter whatever it is that you do. You don't have to waste energy on people that don't give a fuck. You got a choice to get out there and decide what do you want to give your time to. And I purposely give my time to people that I feel like reciprocate. You know what I'm saying? They they validate the things that I thought already. You know what I'm saying? Because like we got to give each other the um, the hope and recognition that it takes to keep going along the same path that we got going on right now. You know? So, man, uh, Nate, I appreciate you calling in, man. Uh, well, or being available for me calling you this time. And, uh, hey, man, anytime, anytime. As long as I'm not teaching or in class. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm going to reach back out to you later, man, because we still got some other tech stuff I need to get sorted out. But uh, I'm going to make, uh, make the line available to somebody else out here, all right? All right, no problem, no problem. I'll keep listening. I appreciate that. Mm. All right. Drew, you there? Yes, sir. Man, you realize we only been on an hour and 12 minutes? It's a lot going on for an hour and 12 minutes. Man, yo, we were bullshitting the first 15 of it. Yeah. So, and my man Keenan, uh, hey, Hey, Keenan, go ahead and call in, man, because you got some fire comments, man. I can't keep up with all of them. I'm trying to, man. So, like, go ahead and give us a buzz, man, and see what's up. I'm going to call Walter at some point, too, but I know he's going to talk. So, I got to I gotta put him on. <laughs> My man walked cold, man. So, so man, um, what, what's, what's the new hotness for the week, man? Hotness for the week. What we talking about? I don't know, man. What you got on your plate? Uh, man, I'm trying to get this. Uh, she trying to get this money, man. <laughs> this little bit. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But really, man, trying to get the uh, my next time, man. I'm trying to trying to get my percentage, up, bro. That's the next thing I'm working on. Yeah, word. I gotta get that, man. I gotta have. Yeah, in this day and time, no doubt. Man, it's 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 a must, man. Like I don't know how. I don't know how people make it in America without disposable income or, or an additional it's income. So necessary, man. Yeah, like it's all. It nothing like <laughs> it went. It like went no matter what, that rooftop cool. Yeah. No matter what happens, like every, yeah, everybody need that, man. Mm-hmm. I don't see how they do it without it. Yeah, like it's rough out here, man. Like, in fact, that's why I don't be tripping when I be at work, bro. I don't be care. I promise you, I don't. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, no, I was like, man, like you saying, as long as you keep up with you, you know what I'm saying, your monthly appointments and whatnot. Bruh, this your last month before you you out here uh, burping babies. Hey, man, it's going down, man. We got like 
45 days. You, you got a billing cycle in the half. Bruh, listen. The crib up. Pop drop off. Dropped off a posse. Tell you what the other day. Mm-hmm. Everything in my house snaps at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> everything Man, snap at the bottom everything in my house snaps at the bottom film. everything my life is turned upside down there's a diaper cake on my dining room table a diaper cake yeah man you know people make diaper cakes man I I, it's been 16 years since I had a kid, man. I didn't know what was going on out here. Bro, you got these 2019 babies out here. You know what I'm saying? Man, like, what? Like, I, she probably already got the iPhone 6 or 7 <laughs> or whatever it is. Man, yeah, yo. I don't know what's about to happen. I saw, so I saw a sonogram one time from a friend of mine. And, um, and, and the baby was in 3D. Hey, hang on. Let me get this call real quick. Yo. To accept, press one to send a voicemail. Yo. Kenan. What's happening, man? Yo. What's up? Hey, yeah. Yeah, not much, man. Hey, I got that um I got a Google voice number, man. So like when um when it when it comes in, it sounds like a, a, a collect call from somebody in jail. So I had to be careful with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know a couple people that's in that thing. You know what I'm saying? I can't do nothing about it. But uh Junior on the other line. <laughs> yo, what's going on, man? Like your your comments been always uh, on point. And and first off, I, I meant to get with you before I left Birmingham and you know what I'm saying, it was just a lot going on for me or whatever. And uh, you know, the next time I'm in town, bro, I'm gonna make sure I hit you up because I usually stay on the same spot. So, uh, but but anyway, man, go ahead and speak your piece, man, uh, to whatever topic that you want to talk about. Yeah, basically about this, about the whole reparation deal. It's like, it's a, it's like a, it's a catch-22 with it, per se, because it's like, on one end, it could be a good thing, on one end, it could be a bad thing. So basically, you were talking about giving us as people basically been pretty much brainwashed into thinking we got to live one way and be a certain way you basically telling us oh we finna get reparations now we not gonna know how to act with this money and then it's kind of like to piggyback off of what you were saying I forgot who said it but to piggyback off of what somebody else had said um basically you giving us this money and if they know we get this money they just in their mind it's like okay we gonna give it to them cause we know we gonna get it right back cause we know what they like we know what sells we know what we can basically market to their community to their race that way even if we do give them this money they not gonna do the right thing but they gonna take it they gonna spend it instead of taking it investing in their own community neighborhoods or whatever and building up they you know they raise their community and they gonna sit there and they gonna vote and we just right back to one. Yeah, I, I, I get that too. I, I think that's based on um, a lack of financial literacy. But, like, I try to do this. Every time that we highlight a known negative, 
we need to be highlighting at least three positives because we can't act like that that's the only thing that we're good for. You see what I'm saying? Because it's easy yep. to, to keep rediscovering the thing that we know exists. You know, like you can look, everybody can look at their own family. You know what I'm saying? And see that. I'm going to go ahead and say something now too, man. Your, your family ain't special. Ain't nobody family special. Your, mom, your parents ain't got to do nothing special to make you. You know what I'm saying? Every family out there got somebody in it that misrepresents the family. But at some point when you become a little bit more educated about your surroundings, your opportunities for winning and failing, your family has to change too because your family should be there to support. Ideally, family should be in a position to put you on top, right? But but if, if your immediate family can't do that, you got to make sure that you designate who else's family. You know what I'm saying? You need folks that add to or at least don't take away. So, like, we got to be careful well, about... have some people with the same, same um, path and thought process that you basically, like, like that you basically have. So, basically, you got to surround yourself with the people who basically are... Uh, yeah, or like you. or you gotta you gotta make sure that you're doing your part to add to the family. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. your network is only as valuable as what you communicate to it. Hmm. People and like another thing, like I was saying earlier, <laughs> um, the hardest part in all of this, I feel, is getting people on board, getting people to basically kind yeah, of steal from. Nick Saban, roll tide. Mm-hmm. Trust the roll process. Down, roll down tide. Trust process. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Goddamn, TTP, man. man. TTP. Trust the process, goddamn. Trust the process. I know you like that, but roll tide. Roll tide. Everybody on this thing is, is a tide fan, so you know what I'm saying? We, we among family, you know? It's probably some trash in them comments, too, right? <laughs> yeah, it's about to pop off. You already know it. It's a... Hey, you, you realize AU stand for Android users. You know what I'm saying? For for you motherfuckers that's Auburn fans. Nah, I can't, I can't say that. I can't say that. Hey, hey, man, look. Don't. I'm talking to you from Android now. Hey, bro, don't. Why you. Hey, man, look. You just went from brother to cousin. See that we can't even come together on the phone, man. Look, we can't even agree on the phone. At least you had this in book, so. I should have put it in there. I should have put it in there. That would have been hilarious. Well, because you know, we is, I guess, I'd say I used to be one of them. We so skeptical about anything just because it's the lack of trust you put into your own people. Because, you know, you know, some people will be like, well, I can't do business with so-and-so because I know you're going to get screwed over in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't be scared to put that money like up, that man. You have to do it. And we got to go back to it if that happens. So wrong that you rather go to somebody else. It's like, if you want something done, I say it's like down here, Alabama. I think that has a lot to and do with geography. Going. 
I I think that has a lot to do with ge- geography. But again, I'll say this though: I have um, a friend of mine that's taking care of my mom's house uh, that has a team mm-hmm. of black contractors that do, that does everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. It, it it has to do more with networking, but like how do you create yeah. the space to do networking in? You know what I'm saying? And and I'm talking about like I got one of them old black contractors down there. His name Mr. Ward. That's what you got to call him. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how like it is for like Southern respect for for uh, distinguished gentlemen that that do work. You know, like you ain't you got to call him Mister. I don't give a damn what his name is. His name might be Mr. Derek. You know what I'm saying? You automatically are distinguishing him from everybody else. You know? So there are some people down there that, that do the work. I can recommend those folks too, by the way. So um, if you if you need some work done, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to be able to reach back in our network. Even though I live in Texas, man, I'm present when I'm, you know what I'm saying, in, in Alabama too. So as much as I can be, because I got my own business down here too. You know what I'm saying? So like... Uh, you know, you don't ever want to be in a position where your network doesn't uh, contribute back to you, especially if you couldn't value to your network. So, like, before exactly. we go... So, I, I will say this, your though. Your name is on your network. Correct. So, yeah. so, so I will say this. We got to be careful about when we say what we lack if we haven't done anything to add to. And for every one thing that we say is not great, we need to identify three that are. Because, like, it's... un. It's unrealistic to think that we're doing all bad all the time everywhere. Somebody got to be killing it out here. Somebody got to be killing it. We just ain't found them. Correct. Or well, we ain't s- nobody said that. Right. Ain't nobody pumping them up. They exactly. Right. They might be keeping it. You know, might be keeping it on the hip. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, man. you Get can't on do the that. Timeline and tell us that chicken five, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell, tell me about them jerk wings right there. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know about that. So, I mean, like, it, it got to come down to all of the simple things because, like, when the when the simple things are done right, the more complex things become routine. Not even complex. They just become routine. So, because you don't want to call them easy because I don't want to throw anybody's talents under the bus or out the window as though anybody could do it. But we have to make the things that seem complex become routine. Mm-hmm. Because like when you start assigning these these values that exceed our expectations, then it makes us quit before you, we even start. Right. You already dreaded. You already dreaded. Correct. Correct. That's what I'm getting at right there. So, like, I I just hope our conversations that that we have, you know, what I'm saying during the time that I'm on I'm online, um, yield different ways of looking at the same problem. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, all of us want the same thing. We're just taking different paths to it. Like, your belief, your belief system might take you down the path, the, the path that leads to the same goal. My talent might take me down the same down a different path that leads to the same goal. We just got to know and recognize where to put each other in certain boxes so we don't just discard one another the minute that somebody else, you know what I'm saying, makes us feel like, is this worth it? You know what I'm saying? And like, like if that's a valid question, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, 
I, I think like that's a game true. of solitaire. Correct. And basically, the objective is to do it, but you know, some people have more moves than others. Yeah, yeah. Like we all got different plays based on whether it be zip code, time zone, uh, tax bracket, resource network. All of that stuff matters, man. But like we compartmentalize so quickly when we see uh, somebody that lives close to us. So we automatically, I ain't going to say we, there's some people that look like us <laughs> that start counting each other pockets. You know what I'm saying? And boxing us in. So because they, they basing what you should be doing on what they can't do. They don't even hate you. They just hate their own situation. All the time. And yeah. man, why not just, hey man, what you got going on over there? Yep. So you, you got sometimes that's all it takes, man. Yeah, and sometimes some some people been waiting that for that question to be asked. You know what I'm saying? They can't wait to tell you how they did it, bro. You, you know how hard it is. Like, man, hey, I'm gonna be honest, man. I got a lot of plays I can make right now, and and I've worked hard to put myself in position for those plays to even be an option. So it's really difficult sometimes to like not be able to tell somebody what I got going on because I want to see them eat, you know. But, like, there's a few things that I noticed that makes me keeping my information to myself worthwhile, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, that person might not be ready. It's not that I don't want to see them win, but it's just a lot of things that if I got a philosophy, like, if your hand, if you don't have your hand raised, I'm not giving you no information because you're not really interested, you know what I'm saying? Like you absorb more information when you got a question asked, and and then that and that boils back down to what type of question you ask. So, if you come around here what talking type about of questions you ask, that lets me know how serious you are <laughs> about what you ask. Yeah, that you know, like there's a difference when you start using three letter words to ask a question versus a, a complete sentence with some follow-on questions behind it. You know, that has to be taken into consideration. Bro, we almost 40. It's not 40 already for a few of us. I'm 40. So, like, I don't... I taught us that in school, how you ask an open-end or a closed-end question. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, structure matters. Everything revolves around structure at this point. It should. You know? So, I mean, like, I don't even do business with with contractors that can't take a digital payment because I move around too much. You know what I'm saying? To be like, I got to go get a money order? I got to go get cash at the ATM? Like, yo, man, it's cool, but I can't do business with you. You know what I'm saying? The point being is that we have to evolve to be able to communicate better to get business done faster and more efficiently. All about efficiency, man. Yeah, that's the most important thing, man. You realize how much time you, you waste on, on simple stuff? Like, think about all the time you waste on simple stuff. That you know, like, like going to the grocery store is absolutely necessary. But worst time it, oh. how, how much stuff do you order now via Amazon and just have it sent to the house because you know you're gonna need it? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, but you like I wait two days for it just because I know it come to the door. Oh, it's to the point now with that little app. 
thank God Walmart came out with that. <laughs> yeah, you see, like. I just bought everything and I, I don't even go in. I just sit right there in the parking lot. Man. Bro, I got to start using that. I got to start using that. Bro, I, I, I bought a whole treadmill on Amazon. And somebody came to the house and put it together for an additional twenty dollars. Could I have? I I got somebody that got a trailer. That hell, I bought a trailer. He could have came and picked it up, but like putting it together myself, I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Come on, get it. Nah, that was so worth that dub. Yeah, like <laughs> and, and when dub, I, yes, you can get that. You can get the dub for that. For twenty five dollars, the tech came out and put the treadmill together, bro. Yeah, I, I don't I don't care about learning how to put treadmills together though. You see what I'm, I'm saying? Not putting the treadmill together. If I knew how to put a treadmill together, I don't want to put a treadmill together. <laughs> yeah, that's what yo, and, 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 and nothing but the thing is though, if you're willing to learn that and then turn that into a gig, that makes sense. For me, I ain't got that kind of time. You know what I'm saying? I need efficiency because I got other plays to make, you know? But what I'm saying is is that we have to take the principle of those models and apply it to what will make us better. You know what I'm saying? We got to learn how to extract the same things we do every day to enrich our own community. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, how do we work on that trust thing, though, man? Like, that, I think that was a big point you brought up. Uh, you asking me or you going to ask, uh, you, you asking Kenny? If you if you ask if you ask me, I think you just gotta work with the people you trust already and then rebuild that over and over again. I don't think you can worry about people that you can't trust. You try them one time, maybe two times, depending on whatever the situation is. And then if you see that they do bad business, there's a difference between doing bad business and just making a mistake. You understand that? Yeah. Okay, because like the mistake is normally because it's out of their control. And it's completely reasonable and understandable, right? right? But bad business is just bad business. It's just evident. You see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, bad business usually has indicators like where people have already said that they don't mess with that dude no more or, or that chick or whatever, whoever, whoever's in business, right? And there's a, usually a, a repetitive pattern that, that shows you that, like, that person doesn't have these negative connotations associated with their name for no reason. Like as a grown man, you should never have your name caught up with certain things. You should never be caught up with pedophilia. You know what I'm saying? You should never be caught up with, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, domestic violence. You should never be caught up with, you, you know, like your name should never be in those conversations because if, if it does, those are very specific things that people are dialed into, you know, like, oh, yeah, he beat up the last chick he was with, you know. Oh, he do meth. Like, it's nothing. <laughs> like, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, should nobody ever have your name mixed up with that? You know what I'm saying? He do meth. So, like. It's kind of like if you want to earn your trust, you got to. It's based off of actions, pretty much. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, but your reputation has to precede you. You know what I'm saying? In order for you to be credible and remain credible. And 
you got to be willing to take some L's in order to ensure your credibility too. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to be willing to break even. Sometimes you ain't, you ain't going to get rich doing business with one person every time. You know what I'm saying? You got to you got to look at volume. You got to look at reputation. You got to look at everything that you're doing as a resume building opportunity, especially if you are a a um an individual. You know what I'm saying? You're a sole proprietor or something like that. You ain't got no 1-800 number. You got to get it right the first time. And if you don't get it right the first time, you need to be available. And you need to have decent response time. You know what I'm saying? So, again, that's the difference between making a mistake and then doing bad business. So, so trust comes out of that. Out of that repetition. You know what I'm saying? And out of repetition, you get referral. And then out of referral, you get references. And then references build your resume. So, like, everything you do should be resume building oriented. Period. Yeah. Cause see, this the other thing too, man. We assume that the other person is an expert every time. Mm-hmm. They figuring it out just like we figuring it out. It just hurt a little bit different when your money tied up in it, but yeah. you, you know we all. We ex- that out a yeah, like it, we we hope that they do, but the reality is is that. There's a lot of things that neither of us know. None of us know on this phone right now, you know? And and if we're not honest with that, because I've, I've found over the last five years that there's power in saying, I don't know the answer to that question. You know? Right. And there's, there's nothing cool about pretending that you do know the answer to a question when you really don't. Okay to say I don't know the answer, but let me get back to you. Yeah, or let's work on it together. Or let's just say, hey, yo, I don't know it, you don't know it. Let's figure it out for ourselves so we don't leave anybody else in the dust. Because two people understanding the same information can take it to who knows. You might go speak in front of somebody that is sixteen people. Sixteen people take it to another sixteen people. You you know what I'm saying? So like, it's okay to learn something together and say, yo, I, I I figured it out. You know, I failed before. But like Kevin just said, learn to fail forward. And every time is, look, every loss ain't a loss. Most losses are a lesson if you went into it with the right intentions. And the, um, I like to, I like to repurpose old phrases. Like when people say nobody's perfect. No, I like to say people with good intentions execute with perfect intentions. You know what I'm saying? Now the outcome may vary. <laughs> from day to day, you know, the outcome may vary depending on the individual in which uh, uh, is receiving the executed action and the person is actually executing the action. You know, that can be perfect every time. You know what I'm saying? Because you might go into it with perfect intentions and do the same thing based on muscle memory that you would do every day, right? But like, depending on what day it is and what time it is and how much money is involved. That, that result may vary. You can't predict that every time. You can kind of give an assessment, but that doesn't mean that you execute with less energy because of the unknown variables. Because, again, you got known knowns and known unknowns, right? So right. Th- those are times where you have to see, you have to be able to say, you know, these are my resources. 
And sometimes it's okay to bet on yourself. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes it's okay to say, I'm not equipped to, you know what I'm saying, uh, follow through on that transaction, whatever it might be. And, and people can appreciate that at some point. If you're doing good business, though. So, now, Kenny, you got anything else you want to add, man? I'm trying to get somebody else a chance to call in. You pretty much, you pretty much hit on everything. Well, I, I hope that when we have chats like this, that it gives you a chance to go back and revisit whatever way you looked at something and whether it changes how you do business or who you do business with, that it was a positive outcome. And we got to make sure that if we're going to highlight the negative, let's go find three positives first. You know what I'm saying? Or three positives afterwards. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we're doing a disservice to people that's doing a great job by only highlighting the negative stuff. Right. You know, so... It's just, it ain't no different than when people complain about a particular rap artist. Pick one. You know, and yeah. then you got a dope artist. You want to even... right? Yeah, and then you got a dope ass artist in your timeline. You won't even repost a fucking video. You know what I'm saying? You part of the problem at that point. Oh yeah, I'm, I'll be calling back in pretty soon. <laughs> I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually quite liking this. Yeah. Uh, hey man, look. It's called the, the vent. Yeah, hey, yo, anytime you gotta get. Yo, anytime you got something to get off your chest, man, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be here to sort through it. Hold up. Yeah, one of my favorite rappers had a song called The Vent. Oh, Big Crit, baby. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. All day. So, hey, and uh, and I'll take... Yeah, let me hop off and let somebody else hop on. All right, bro. Yo, that was a good chat, man. You know, I I, I just yeah. want to... Um, we ain't got to be all bad all the time, man. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Nah, man. Yeah. We, we should be highlighting the bad stuff as a reference point to be able to recognize what's good and what's what's already working. Like, this whole chat right here, it's what's working, you know? It's, um, it's the right community. It's got the right people involved. And we're at a stage now where everybody really wants to win, you know? Hey man, it's a good time here right now. Yeah, man. So, uh, I ain't got nothing else I need to cover tonight, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, but reparations tonight, man, is has really been about let's recognize the resource that we already got at hand. Number one, recognize what we can control and distinguish it from what we can influence. Uh, we can't control how we are going to be compensated. We can influence one another to recognize that we have some added value and we got to find a way to win with each other without exploiting each other for the wrong reasons. You know what I'm saying? Um, We have to make sure that we have a practical application of what black-owned really means. Like, for me... I could have an ethnic face that's not black that sells a product that I own, you know, as long as I own it. 
especially if they're making money in my communities. You know, uh, the other thing too, man, I, I got a different concept of what a community is. Not not even a community, but my community specifically. Any place where I ever spend some money, that's my block. Like that whole like if you put up a map and every zip code that I've been in where I shook hands, that's that's my new map of where I've lived. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes down to figuring out what I need to do in my community, it can't just be limited to where I was born and raised. It has to be to where I got people, you know what I'm saying, that live in those same spots. Because I could I could end up in any any one of them, you know what I'm saying, and be a patron. I can end up paying taxes there, you know what I'm saying, whatever it might be. We got to start looking at where we travel and where we spend our money is where we need to be uh, uh, mapping out how we're going to invest in our own communities. Because, like, I don't live in Montgomery, but you live there. So I got to find out how I can do something to, commu- you know what I'm saying, to contribute to where you live. Shoot, and if you don't live there, your mom lives there. That's my aunt. You know what I'm saying? So like, and vice versa. We gotta we gotta figure that out, you know. And we just gotta come up with with a reasonable approach to it. Stay consistent, and then, and not and not over uh, over project. You know what I'm saying? Like we just gotta move quietly, and then when the right people that see the way you move, and see see some of the residuals from the way that you move, they're gonna ask the right question, and then when they start raising hands then the advice you give will have more value because it's more likely to be applied. So, um, Drew, you got anything to add, man, before we close it out, man? Nah, man, you pretty much covered. I think this reparation, we probably should have called it part one because we'll be back on this. Oh, yeah. So many, so many different angles you can come at. It's so, yeah, it's so many try. angles. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, I can't wait for um for people to take time to check this out. Um and uh hey, be on the lookout for the links coming on YouTube. Um subscribe to my channel. I don't have the links in there right now, but like when you see it get reposted, you know what I'm saying, pay attention to that. Um I'll make sure I have it updated for you guys and uh keep you guys in the loop on the next thing. Um this is the end of episode eight. We got about four more episodes, and then I got to focus on some video editing, and we're going to uh, uh, knock out some of these technical kinks, and I got another book to write. Uh, just so many plays, man, you know, and um, I don't know what to say, man. You know, like it's uh, it's been another great episode of Code Talk, and uh, I appreciate you guys contributing and making it what it is, you know, and uh, until then, hey, if you know, you know. One.